When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Happy Sunday, Vikings Vent Line. What's going on, everyone? Declan Goff here, executive producer of Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd. Yeah, there's a football behind me there. I'm always thinking about football. It's Vikings Vent Line, training camp going on. Ready to rock and talk to some uh, great Vikings fans here. Of course, Vikings Vent Line is a year-round program during the Vikings season. Uh, we like to bring on Vikings fans uh, to talk to Mackie, Judd, and myself the moment the game ends. And, uh, and during the offseason, I still like to bring on a couple fans each Sunday to talk about the upcoming season. We got training camps fine rolling around here. We like, we're six or seven weeks away from actually the regular season opener against the Green Bay Packers at U.S. Bank Stadium. So uh, plenty to get to. I'm excited to talk to my guys, uh, Relique and Amari here in just a little bit on Vikings Ventland. Uh, of course, our show is sponsored by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL with football season coming up. Make sure you get yourself a TCL television. Your boy just got one too, hung up in the bedroom for Vikings Ventline and Vikings season uh, coming up this year. So get a TCL TV and of course, Surly Brewing Company. Enjoy more of what you love and enjoy all the things that Surly has to offer with the Surly Furious, the Surly Supremes, the Logic Bomb. There's plenty of options. If you live in the Twin Cities, uh, head on over to Surly Brew Hall. They'll uh, gladly help you out. It's a great little place to enjoy a summer day. Um, love me some Surly Brewing products. It's the weekend. So hopefully you're enjoying a nice Surly beverage. Uh, if you'd like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, shoot me an email. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com for the YouTube audience. It's scrolling across the bottom of the screen below you. Vikingsventline at gmail.com for the podcast audience. Of course, we're on Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com. Uh, if you can't hit the subscribe button for Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment, this is Purple Daily. We just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. We produce content seven days a week, 365 days, even 366 on a leap year. Uh, so thank you so much to everyone who's been supporting us. Uh, appreciate everyone who has hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button if you're this is the first time you're discovering Purple Daily and Vikings Ventland. Uh, let's get my intros out here. Let's get my main guys here. Let's get uh, Rap in here. Let's get my What's guy up? Amari in here. What is up, fellas? How we doing? Hey, we doing good, man. I know I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying, man. Appreciate you having me on, though, for sure. Definitely, I love it. Amari, how are you? Amari, oh, I think uh, I oh, lost your microphone. You muted. I think, uh, think I lost your mic. I'll let you figure that out there. Rap, tell me uh, where you are from and oh. how long you've been a Vikings fan. Yeah, man. So I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I've been, and I know I've been watching your shows and you always shout out South Carolina, man. Appreciate yeah. you for that too. You always <laughs> like, man, all them fans down in South Carolina. But yeah, I'm from Charleston. Um, I became a Vikings fan in 1999 just off of um, Randy Moss, you know, Randy Moss being my idol and just been following the purple ever since, you know? So yeah, man. It's the squad. 
Dude, there's so many Vikings fans down there in Charleston. And like, isn't yeah. there a Vikings team? My sister got married actually in Charleston. Um, oh, wow. And people, and, and people hung out there like that. It was a, there was a Vikings game the next day. We got out of town, um, unfortunately, before to watch the game. But like a bunch of my cousins and aunt, they all stayed down in Charleston. were able to like watch the Vikings game at a local bar and stuff. So like, yeah. I'm amazed how many Vikings fans are down there. Yeah, man. We deep down here for sure. You know, we definitely deep down here, man. A lot of purple, you know, which is weird being how far we are away from Minnesota. But. I mean, hey, it works for me. You know, I feel at home, baby, for sure. I love it. Amari, where are you from, man, and how long have you been a Vikings fan? Yeah, I'm from uh, Rialto, California. It's like an hour yeah. away from L.A., but been a Vikings fan since 2007. That was like the first year I started playing football. That's the year AP got drafted, so, you know, I was a big AP fan, and I've been locked in ever since. Dude, it's so crazy how many Vikings fans became – Vikings fans because of Randy Moss who Raptor said there and Amara you said because of Adrian Peterson like those were two dynamic players that, like brought a lot of fans who weren't either familiar with the Vikings or really the kind of got stagnant of the Vikings and those dudes kind of like breathed some life into this franchise and a lot of fans are responsible because of those two dudes man those guys were monsters and and a lot of Vikings fans are thankful to have them yeah for sure for sure I love that definitely dudes it's training camp Training yeah. camp's rocking. We're finally got football here. Off season is like mostly over with. We get to break things down now every day. My guy Judd Zolgad's out at practice breaking things down. But I want to talk to you guys and how you're looking at training camp. So my guy Rap, I'll start with you. What are you most excited for that Vikings training camp is now here? Uh, man, my, I'm most excited for Cameron Dantzler, man. You know, like I always shout my boy out, man. That's my boy, you know, Cameron Dantzler. And then I also see that I see Mackey, man. He always talking about Thomas Hennigan, man. That's my boy, too. You know, he played college not too far from us in Appalachian State. Man, man, I, I love Tom. Man, I hope he gets a chance. But I'm most excited about Cameron Dantzler, just that cornerback battle, you know, between him and Booth and just seeing who comes out on top, man. But I'm definitely pulling for Cam, though. I want to see my boy do his thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, dude, he had a great rookie year, right? And then got got hurt in that in that Green Bay game in 2020. Yeah. And then last year was like and basically in the doghouse for something. We don't really know what happened there. Right. But then once he got back in the field, he really turned into the cornerback he was at this rookie year. And look, the cornerback position, I think, on the Vikings is probably like their weakest and their most like yeah. susceptible to to danger basically for, for 2022, especially when you're playing Aaron Rodgers twice a year and you got Josh Allen on the schedule. So there's gonna be some quarterbacks who could be feasting on the Vikings defense. But like, I think it's imperative that a dude like Cam Dantzler steps up big time. Cause like someone's got to lock down a number one wide receiver. It's a quarterback driven league, right? And you got to see Cam Dantzler lock things down. For sure, man. Got to, got to. Somebody got to do it. I love, um, and looks like Andrew Booth too, the rookie they drafted from Clemson. Like he's already turned some heads in the first couple days of camp. Like I love Pat P don't get me wrong, but he's obviously yeah. not a player. He used to be when he was in Arizona. He's still a serviceable corner. I actually think he probably means more to that room off the field than maybe he does when he's on it. Yeah. Uh, but like if Andrew Booth and Cam Dantzler take two steps forward, man, like now all of a sudden that cornerback room goes from like susceptible to being super deep and super good and can lock down wide receivers. And that's hard to do in today's NFL because it's such a pass driven league, man. So sure. if those if those two dudes step up, I really like it. Amari, what about you, man? What are you most excited for with training camp? And, you know, another DB. I'm I'm looking at Andrew Booth. I'm loving what I'm hearing coming out of camp. He got the pick first day, second day. He getting feisty. I love it, man. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, I'm a uh, the the first preseason game right here in Vegas, so I'm gonna go out. You know, I'm trying to get some eyes on him, give him the DB test. You know. <laughs> yeah. But sure. yeah, that's right now. So you you said you played defensive back in high school, Amari? Is that yeah. what you played? Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you what do you like most about Andrew Booth's game? 
I just he's just you know a scrappy DB. He's going out there on the highlights, you know, backing his back up against receiver, one arm picks. You know, I, I just love the mentality so far. Heck yeah, and honestly, you know, Lewis Seen, who I don't know how he like gets into the rotation here with Harrison Smith and Cam Bynum, who also played really really well last year, yeah. and I think Cam Bynum or um, uh, Lewis Seen's been playing like with the twos so far in training camp. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Lewis seen too, like that guy is, should be a monster. That dude hits, hit hard at Georgia. Um, Rap, will go back to you here. What, what do you think about Lewis seen in that first round pick the Vikings made this year? I mean, honestly, like I was, I wasn't happy at first. I'm going to tell you right now. Like I was, so I was, I was streaming the draft live and then I was like, yo, I'm waiting for the pick. And I'm like, I already know we about to get Kyle Hamilton, you know? And I'm like, oh, we trade back with the lions, you know? And I'm like, damn, but you know, at the end of the day, once we drafted him, though, and I looked into him, man, I think he's going to be a beast for sure. You know, I like his attitude, very intelligent. You could tell he knows the game. You could tell he studies. So, I mean, I, I think it's going to I think it's going to pan out for us for sure. man. I think we'll be we'll be happy about the pick as the season progresses. You know, dude, that dude's like a heat seeking missile. Like, yeah, that guy for sure, man. So, he so, reminds so me high. of Sean Taylor for sure. Like he's like Sean yeah. Taylor-esque for sure. That's a good one. And, and like, honestly, he gets to play next to Harrison Smith, learn a lot of things, who honestly yeah. is one of the better Viking safeties of all time. And and if, if he gets to learn from him, he's going to be awesome. Uh, Mar, what do you, about you, man? What do you think of the Lewis scene pick? Hey, man, same way. When I was watching the draft, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, yeah, so, but same thing. When I seen it was Lewis scene, did my research, really like national championship MVP or something like that in the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, and he was playing for Deion Sanders in, like, high school or something, he got to be a stud. And I'm loving what I'm seeing. But like you said, we got we got a lot of DBs, so we're going to see how they mix them in there. But I'm happy because it seems like we got a lot of DB depth a little bit now. Yeah. Yeah, there's some question marks, I feel like, just to see question marks from the standpoint of, like, what kind of players are these guys going to be, right? Like, is, is Andrew Booth going to step up and be, like, honestly an immediate starter? Uh, how does Lewis Seen fit into the fold? Like, even though the defense obviously took a couple steps backwards last year, and it still might take a little bit for it to be, like, the top 10 defense it was at the peak of the Mike Zimmer era, um, there's a lot of, like, question marks that could be answered immediately with that rookie class. And I'm excited to watch them, too, man. I, mean, I know we're talking about the offense. We're about to talk about it here in just a little bit. But there's there's some fun things in that defense that I'm jacked to see, and I'm, I, I hope it pans out. I just hope that defense is back to being something yeah, can I, good. Can I say one thing? Of course. About the DB room, I just feel like it's going to be much better because this pass rush is going to be ridiculous. Crazy, mm-hmm. bro. It's going to be ridiculous. Crazy, right? I'm telling you. Two, Damn. Back in Judd, they were saying in, like, the two uh, leading pass rushers in 2019, but besides injuries, those guys – I think we might have top top three duo in the league, honestly. Yeah, for sure. I'm with if you. They, on that. If they stay healthy, Daniel and Zadarius, right? Like to yeah. your point, Amari, like mm-hmm. that that is a, that is a tandem that is as good as it any as it gets on the defensive line. And and they're like lining up all over the place. They're lining up inside. They're not just like playing that end roll and with the new new system too. Like they're gonna be standing up, they're gonna be rushing from all Kill over us. the place. <laughs> Zedarius like, killers. Say a prayer yeah. if you're like you're Aaron Rodgers or Justin Fields right now. Like, you're, yeah, man, those guys are gonna be coming at. It's after definitely you. gonna be Halloween out there on Sunday. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I like it. Uh, sure. Boys, going to the offensive side of the ball. So, um, obviously, Kevin O'Connell's offense here. Uh, Justin Jefferson has had two unbelievable seasons, and you know, came out in the first couple of days of training camp and said, like, my goal is to be the best wide receiver in the NFL when it's all said and done by the end of this season. Uh, so, I'll start with you, uh, really. What do you think, man? What do you think about Justin Jefferson going into year three? Um, I think he's going to, you know, right where he left off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he, he has the talent. 
So there's players you can just tell, like, they're going to be good. And we knew that from the time he got put in his first game as a rookie. Um, and you can just tell, man, he's going to be a, a phenomenal wide receiver for his career. You know, you know, God willing, as long as he stays healthy, you know, because this football things happen. But if he's healthy and he's out there dressing out on Sundays in the purple, man, he's going to do his thing regardless. You just can't stop him. I don't care who you are. You can try, but he's Justin Jefferson, man. He's going to do his thing, man. Sure, I love so. it. Yeah, yeah. He's the Vikings have had so many great receivers. You know, you talk about Randy Moss, the, who may help make you a fan, obviously. And then, yeah. you know, guys like Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, now Jefferson. There, there's so many great wide receivers that have come through here. And I mean, the guy was just a beast his first two years. You make a case yeah. one of the best in the league. And, and I, I believe him. Like, if, if he continues the pace, like, there really is no argument to say he won't be the best receiver. Who's going to stop him? Yeah, who's going to no. stop him? That's what you got to ask yourself. Like, nobody. Amari, what do you think about JJ in year three, man? Man, I think another another great year because I, I tell all my buddies, man, we was a run first offense. You know, he was number two in the league in, in, in receiving yards. So it's like put him in this system. I think he's going to go crazy. I, like uh, I seen Patrick Peterson say he might get triple crown. Yeah. Who knows? It's a long shot, but it's really possible if you put that talent into the system that we're hearing about because offensively, the Rams don't stack up with us. So let's just say that. So if we put him in that uh, Cooper Cup position, it's it's going to be ugly for the league. You bring up the point that the offense like stacks up with just about anyone, right? Like weapons wise, JJ Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Herb Smith, KJ Osborne had a great um, second season last year, and he could make take even a bigger step forward next year. Um, the weapons are there, I guess. What are your guys' thoughts on Kirk here now getting an offensive coach and Kevin O'Connell? Do you think that there's a next level to Kirk? Uh, Willie will go back to you. What do you think about Kirk Cousins now with Kevin O'Connell at the helm? Yeah, man. So the, going into this season, man, I got more confidence in him than I ever had. I can tell you that. You know what I mean? Like since 2018, I really never had confidence in Kirk Cousins. But now, though, being with the vibes, man, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the atmosphere. You know, when you got an atmosphere, you know, a good work atmosphere, um, it definitely is going to show on the field. And, you know, I look at Kirk and O'Connell as almost friends in a way. You know, and they're going to know it's going to be about business on Sundays and I can see them coming together and making something happen. So, yes, to answer your question, I do see another level. Now, is he going to be, you know, a top three quarterback? Probably not. But, hey, he's going to do his thing, though, for sure. He's going to surprise us this year. I can say that. Yeah, Mar, what do you think? Of, what do you think about Kirk and uh, with Kevin O'Connell at the helm now? Man, I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm definitely in because I like these past two seasons. Kirk's been playing good. The first two seasons, I was kind of iffy on Kirk, but now, now with that he's in this system and he could let it loose. Hopefully, I think I think it's gonna be great. He's gonna. I think he could do a Matthew Stafford type year because I think Kirk is right there with him personally. But yeah, that's just my opinion. I think I think he's gonna do big things, surprise a lot I, of people. I feel like it's a it's not like a make or break year, but like if not when if with Kirk right like yeah. is, is he actually going to do it now because like Mike Zimmer was yeah the run run first offense he wasn't really a big believer in him and wh whether you have whether you're pro Kirk or anti Kirk or you have questions I should say about Kirk um now if Kevin O'Connell and the weapons that are established like there's no excuses for him not to be great right and not yeah, to right. be unlocked and take the next step and I think that's what you know Mackie Judd and myself been trying to say for the last four years it's, it's not necessarily that he's a bad quarterback. It's the fact that there's always these excuses or these lingering things hanging out. Well, now I think those excuses are mostly gone. Right. And you have a oh, coach yeah, they leaning gone. into them. He knows and, more. 
and yeah. he's gonna he's gonna ball. I think I I think he's gonna have a great year too. I, I Kevin yeah. O'Connell is like this is coming from the Sean McVay tree man. I'm all about it. I'm excited yeah. to watch him, and hopefully we don't have to we don't have to bash him a lot this year. So hopefully he takes the next step forward. You That's ain't lying about that, man. Hopefully not, because I'm quick too. I'm gonna tell you right now, boy. <laughs> you better not. I love it. Uh, Boys, before I get into the expectations, a quick shout out to my friends uh, at Brandon International Raceway. The annual Lucas Oil Nationals are coming to Brandon International Raceway August 18th to the 21st. Uh, You can book your tickets and your camping information at BIRMN.com here in central Minnesota. Just a little bit of a drive up from the Twin Cities. BIRMN.com, Brandon International Raceway. Dudes, what are your uh, expectations now for the Vikings? I know we talked about a little bit on the rookies and their defense. We just talked about JJ and Kirk. Uh, Rolik, I'll go back to you. What are your expectations for the Vikings in 2022? Um, my expectations are for them to win double-digit games, right? So whether that's 10 to 12, that's where I'm predicting, like around 10 to 12, because the schedule favors us, right? Like we got a schedule where we can go out there and win 10 games at least. Like there should be no reason, man. It's been so long that that we have that we've had a winning record, it seems like, man. I can't remember when we were five and two or eight and three or something. It's like we're always having to catch up, play catch up in the middle of the season. So I'm just hoping that we can cruise into the playoffs, at least get a wild card. We definitely need a wild card spot and maybe win a playoff game. You know, that's all. I mean, I don't want to put the expectations super high for a a first-year coach, but, you know, we definitely going to have at least, you know, high expectations. We at least got to go to playoffs, man. Got to do that, KOC, for sure. I mean, nine nine home games, right? Seven road games, one neutral site game. Um, Really you could probably make the case they're really not going to be favored in only like five of the games against like, you know, the bills and, and, and in green Bay. Right. So there's some tough opponents there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they should be favored in the majority of these games and their schedule lines up with that, with that home road and neutral split of, well, the, the advantage on the Vikings there. I mean, if they're going to be playing nine games at home, that's going to make life a hell of a lot easier. Uh, Amari, what do you think about the, what are, what are your expectations? I should say for the Vikings this season. Yeah. I want to, my expectations is, I really think I really think we need to win the NFC North. I think we could do it. So starting off with winning the NFC North, I want to get about, like he said, like 10 to 12 wins I think is real possible. And besides that, it's just like I, li- I like to say I don't want to put it too high, but I feel like talent-wise in the NFL, it's not a lot of teams that can play with us. Even looking at last year with bad coaching, COVID, injuries, no team just beat us, literally beat ourselves all year. So I just feel like they come into this season, we're more talented, better coaching. I feel like I feel like we can make some noise for real. That's you certainly fact. aren't going to get like all the bounces. Like let, you, you brought the point of the Vikings kind of shot themselves in the foot. They beat themselves more than the other team beat them last year. And, and you're not going to get all those bounces are going to go your way, but just the law of averages, right? Like you think at least if one of two of those calls or one or two of those plays goes the Vikings way. Yeah. They're, they're not just like eight and nine. They're probably 10 and seven and they are in the playoffs. So I, I, I agree. I think, I think the floor of them being a 10 win team should that, that should be able to get there. I think you should be able to get to 10. Are they going to take that next step and be like a 12 or 13 win team? Like, I guess we have to see how that season plays yeah. out, but I, I think they're good enough to be a 10 win team. They yeah. should be able to make the playoffs. You know, Relik, you brought up the fact like you don't want to put too much pressure, too much like big expectations on a first year coach. Right. I, I would say like my expectations, as I've, I've voiced on Bentland and other episodes of Purple Daily, is just can the offense finally be the top five offense it should be? Like we were just talking about the weapons, and now you have a coach who's leaned into things. Like, can the offense finally get to the glass ceiling where it should be? Like, it's too damn good. Like they were 14th, I think, in points last year, 11th in 2020. 
when you look across the board, the offense, you guys said it geniusly earlier, like it stacks up with any offense weapons wise, but now do you have a coach and a quarterback that can take that next step? That's what I want. I want this offense to finally hum and not be, you know, run, run, punt basically is which is what they've been doing the last few years i think we will though man for sure man trust me i think we will it, it's it's time baby it's time it Watch. I, bro i feel it i, tell, I, I feel I, it i'm hyping it up this year so much i'm not even gonna lie personally because i feel it like, i feel I, it too man like i ain't been a fan as long as everybody else you know i was right. like in fourth grade when i was in 07 but it's like i've i've been through it and it's like this year i've been telling people i feel like we've been on the doorstep since 2017 we've been a yeah. coach and a quarterback away yeah let's just hope i love it i love it uh fellas before i wrap up uh any last take anyone you want to shout out here on vikings eventland before we go relique i'll go to you yeah man first of all i just want to shout y'all out man at purple daily man for having me on for sure you know um you know, not to promote mine, but I started a podcast because of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So y'all are inspiration, man. I a much love to you, Phil and Judd, man. Y'all the truth, man. I've been watching y'all for about three years, man. And every day after work, I tap into y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all the truth. So that's really who I want to give a shout out to. You know what I mean? Like I want to shout y'all out for sure. You know, letting us and just bringing us all the Vikings content, you know, keeping us updated with the purple. You feel me? Because y'all the go-to spot for sure, man. Hey, appreciate yeah. you, really. Appreciate yeah. the kind words. Thank you so much. Mario, what about you, man? Last uh, shout-out or anything you want to get off here before we wrap? I so love to my guys now. You know what I'm saying? They just took the cake. But, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all and everything y'all do. Because, like you said, I turn y'all on. My whole family listens to it. And I just turn it <laughs> on. Episodes, episodes, episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. For sure. That, man, I want to I make a shout-out to my boy, 909 Juice. He's a, he's a whack Charger fan, but he hears my rant <laughs> every day. He, I'm talking best to him every day. Like, you know, Darius Smith? Did they oh, yeah. him? Come on now. Like, <laughs> but yeah, oh. man, that's it. Yeah, for sure. Boys, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you for supporting. Hey, come on during the Viking season, all right? Like, oh, yeah, getting sure. to you, by all means, we'll be ready to rock the moment the game ends, of course. So love talking with you guys. Thank you for coming on. Enjoy your Sunday. And again, if you're discovering this channel for the first time, hit the subscribe button. This is Purple Daily. We obviously just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die.